Welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. We talk about popular culture from this week to any point in history that we choose. We will talk about (laughs) it all. And we have every single bit of social media. Holly, what are we on? We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we've got a YouTube, we've got a Patreon. If you want to find us, you will find us. We have a Facebook, but it's not, it's defunct, so... Who uses Facebook? I mean, if you do, please feel free to use it, but we're not really there. Um, But yes, you feel free to follow any of them, and let us know your thoughts on what we talk about. You can leave us a review, you can leave us anything you want. Um, but yeah, we, we love to hear what you're thinking and we love your support. So thank you so much. We mm-hmm. like to start this podcast with popular culture from the week. Holly, what have you been seeing this week? Lots of strange things have been happening. Mm. I think I feel so, that. Strange mood in the air. Um, yeah. so I saw that the Harry Potter lot are all getting back together to do a, another, I don't know what the relation to... Harry Potter is it's a, yeah is it like them twenty years in the future or oh, I don't I thought know. they were just doing a reunion as the cast. See, this is what I'm confused about, and I probably should have read more into it, but um, I haven't. So sorry for that. Um, <laughs> but the main thing is that it's like yeah. all the Harry Potter lot except J.K. Rowling seems to be fairly in the background. But considering how much they all came out against yeah. her transphobic views. Mm-hmm. It's kind of disappointing to see that they're still going back to the franchise that will aid her in some way. Like, she's going to get a financial benefit out of this in some way. That's true. I feel like, again, I haven't really seen much about it. I think it's just like a reunion between them all. I might be fully wrong. But I feel like I semi-understand why they might want to do that. Because they'll be like, people would want to see it. But you are right, if it's benefiting her in some way, that's not great. I mean, if there's some way they could work around it where they literally sit in a room, chat and never once mention or manage to <laughs> give her credit or make it so she's not making money off it, fair enough. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess it is semi-disappointing. I don't know. Yeah, that's not. You don't need to have a big opinion on it. <laughs> I think that's the... Um... I feel... I feel, you feel that compelled. I'm in the centre of every view. Like, I feel in my heart of hearts, as someone who doesn't really care about Harry Potter, just not that bothered, like, yeah, not that bothered fair. about seeing a reunion. But I know that because there's so many people who are such super fans of it, they will be bothered about seeing a reunion. But what I will say is, do remember that every single reunion to have ever existed is pretty bad. So... <laughs> In general. In general, they don't <laughs> yeah. go down well. So sometimes it's best to leave things in the past. Mm, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, the other big thing I saw is um, from our Lord and Saviour, Britney Spears. She has posted something to Instagram that I thought I would just read in, in full because you could never try and describe what Britney's written on Instagram. You just have to read it out. Fair enough. So she says it's under a picture of her. Obviously. Of course it is. I might as well do a hint of my thoughts on the ground before I go and set things square on at Oprah. Thinking face, winky face, and then a shruggy blonde woman. Fair enough. As emojis. Couple of exclamation marks. I mean, who knows? Dot, dot, dot. I do know how embarrassing it is to share the fact I've never seen cash or wasn't able to drive my car. Dot, dot, dot. But honestly, it still blows my mind every day I wake up how my family and the conservatorship were able to do what they did to me, dot, dot, dot. It was demoralising and degrading. I'm not even mentioning all the bad things they did to me, which they should all be in jail for, dot, dot, dot. Yes, including my church-going mother. I'm used to keeping peace for the family and keeping my mouth shut. So she's, um... <laughs> she's coming for revenge. She's coming for them all. I mean, so is an, is an Oprah interview happening? Yeah, I think it is. So I think she, that's... This is her being like, I'm just going to say this before. Pre-Oprah. Yeah. Well, I am waiting on Oprah to hopefully use reuse the line, were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> because perfect timing for it. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm not, I do not blame her for wanting to get the word out as much mm-hmm. as possible. I feel like, yeah, fair enough. Let, let her say as much as she wants on this family because I think her mum thought that she was going to get away with yeah. it as well. And not be mentioned in it. 
um, when it seems that she was equally as bad as the father. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, not excited, but I'm intrigued to see what comes of it, like what's set. But yeah, no, it will be very, you're right, it'll be very interesting to see what comes out in those revelations. Um, and then my final yeah. thing is something very petty and boring, but um, it looks like Camilla Cabello and Shawn Mendes have broken up. <laughs> oh, they fully have. Yeah. <laughs> they, have re- they've released a joint statement now <laughs> saying they have. Um, and I'd like to know what percentage of its giving share <laughs> was responsible for the breakup because... After he commented that to mm. her, she looked so angry that I have to assume it was something <laughs> to do with their inevitable breakup. Um, but, I mean, fair dues to them, because when they first yeah. started going out, I fully was like, it's a PR relationship. <laughs> it went on so long that at that point, I have to accept that it it must have been real in some capacity. And, you know, I'm sure they're very sad that it's over. Yeah. But you know, live your life, guys. There was some, like, posts on Demoir about Camilla Cabello being on a plane and, like, people overhearing that she was like, should I watch a sad film or a happy film to, like, make me feel better? And she was like, I don't want to cry on the plane. So it does oh. seem that they're genuinely quite upset by it. But live your life, guys. I know they always look for me to me for advice, <laughs> Camilla and Sean. It's just weird that, like, they're at a point where people are so invested they release a joint statement rather than just being like they've broken up they're like we released it's what people do when they like divorce (laughs) no it's very um gwyneth paltrow and chris martin consciously yeah so i wonder if that was what they were going for and i do know that they have like they have a lot of fans like just fans of their relationship it's like (laughs) they have like a ship name and stuff like that god um, so there's probably some people that are torn up about it and needed that joint statement. Um, but, you know, I really want to know. It's giving share. Was that the final <laughs> straw for Camilla? Was that it? Please let us know. Um, I think I have one thing to add. And again, it's not really that interesting. It's more petty. Well, not even petty, but... So it does seem that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are officially together now like it seems official they are on each other's instagrams or she's on his they've been spotted walking around holding hands it seems very official and i just have to say what do they talk about (laughs) and is this in pure retaliation to courtney getting more attention than kim i think oh i was um there's a girl that's really into the kardashians and like analyzing them on tiktok i can't remember i think she's like colloquialism oh, or something she rings a bell yeah yeah okay, you've probably I feel seen like I know her. who you mean and she was saying that um she thinks it's a it's come in time to distract from astro world because like more and more terrible things are coming out about um astro world yeah. so it's like a proper distraction thing and mm-hmm. bringing like a younger demographic to what being interested in the kardashians because apparently pete davidson is popular but again with i'm the youth with the youth i think i'm just becoming a bit of a boomer i don't know like i i see why it would work but i feel like most people's reaction is surely just what like what do you have in common i just can't they seem (laughs) to be from two very different worlds they don't have Mm. and she seems very la and he seems very new york yeah and I just can't like how what genuinely I'm if they're happy fair <laughs> enough but like genuinely what do they talk about but then again maybe this is how people felt when like Kim Kardashian and Kanye first got together mm, that's because like point, what did actually. they talk about <laughs> did Kanye talk and she just listened <laughs> she just was like went somewhere I in her head <laughs> genuinely feel she just drowns them out like she just sits there and is like mm-hmm mm-hmm okay um, I also saw her a video, this is completely unrelated, but it was on TikTok of like she'd been sent some of Ariana Grande's makeup or something, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh and she just immediately was gifting it to North. So um bit of a bit of shade towards Ariana Grande's makeup, but there we go. Anyway, uh Holly, what we what's our topic of the day? We are talking about um racism again in fashion houses because yeah. We talked about it kind of like from the model perspective last yeah. time. 
Mm -hmm. and now we're talking about it in terms of what the fashion houses have done themselves um and if you think one of them is clear no they're not (laughs) i think it's the general the general gist so it's gonna sound like not samey but the same issues are gonna come up time and time again across the board um i think in this episode yeah but i think like it's so bizarre that so many quite similar mistakes happen in several different fashion Mm. houses that like who is running these fashion houses just idiots (laughs) it has to be because there's three main ones i think like the same issues kind of come up in again and again um but yeah i don't really know how they managed to get it so wrong so many times but this is this is what i mean it's like this is basically for the whole of the 2010s has just been dogged with these terrible bad ideas (laughs) and cultural appropriation being sent down the runway year after year after year and it's like why why did you see them getting called out for that so why didn't why did you do the same thing (laughs) yeah it just seems so stupid but i feel like it's kind of a good time to talk about it because i feel everyone is very concerned with how well not everyone but a lot of people are very concerned with how do you shop more ethically Mm -hmm. um and but then you also see a lot of kind of like glorification of brands and you know i feel like i see a lot of people and tiktok like going on about how much they want this prada bag and Mm. that and that and that and i'm not saying don't buy a prada bag if you've earned your money and you want to buy yourself a prada bag like go for it i'm not going to stop you but i think just just think about what you're buying a lot of the time Mm. if you if you are concerned about the ethics of what you're consuming just you know think about it i'm not saying don't buy the bag but i'm just saying it's there it's there as a thing and you can It's good to know, isn't it? it? It's good to know before yeah. you go into it and be like, yeah, I'll pay all this money. And they're luxury items, so they're very expensive as well. And people see them as investments yeah. and as like inheritance pieces, really. So I think and I it's don't just mind like, it needs to be known. If people see it as that, I don't really mind it. Like, I do like the idea that you could buy one piece. Like, if you bought a Prada bag and you bought it with the view that it's lasting you for the rest of your life, and then you want to pass it down through your family. Mm. I think that's a really lovely view, and to be honest, that's what a lot of like fashion should be. Yeah. But I kind of have a problem with, I feel like when you... I feel like Trisha Paytas is very guilty of it, mm. um, and Jeffree Star. Logo just mania, like swanning. Yeah. yeah, like swanning into a Prada or a Gucci and buying everything mm. and never using it, like having the closet full of handbags that you've never used just because they're there Mm. and you've bought them all that to me seems so like unethical and at that point it's like you don't think about who you're buying from at all it's just to have the thing spend the money and say like stick it in a youtube thumbnail it's so empty really isn't it it's like i know it's like concerning to me Mm. anyway where do you want to start with this i have started with gucci but i know this is one of the big offenders <laughs> so, i think let's start with gucci let's start um, with gucci in honor of the house of gucci coming yeah, out yeah should be out this week um depending on where you are yes. in the world and i feel like after this i mean we haven't seen it obviously but it seems like the clothing and fashion will be great in it and because it's going to be centered mm-hmm. partially well it is fully centered around a fashion house so i feel like there could be afterwards some like rise in gucci sales and you know Mm. but what have they done holly what have they what have they done <laughs> so i think people started to have another look at gucci because in 2018 2019 uh they created this 900 dollar jumper mm-hmm. which they said was inspired by ski masks and um it's a blackface yeah. jumper i think there's no from like a new perspective you've never seen this image before you look at it and you're like oh my goodness what why has somebody put this on a jumper um it's so it's completely it's like dark black dark black black and has a red line around the mouth in the same way that like minstrelsy and uh, you know the big like racist entertainment history pass so you can't like it's gone through so many lines of people checking and designing and finalizing to the point where it was reached the website and you're like 
why did nobody look at this and say no like i don't understand i believe how you could this is the issue with everything that we're probably going to look at today that how did this pass yeah. several several people and no one thought this is wrong because like it's very clear like it has like you said the iconography of blackface and mm-hmm. i don't understand how not one person unless they did and they just weren't listened to but it just strike mm. me like surprised that no one said hang on doesn't this look a bit like mm, and but did no one say that did no one know Mm. and does if no one noticed does that speak to like the diversity at gucci is it just well it doesn't surprise me but is it just not there because a bunch of just white people maybe they wouldn't notice because they wouldn't think about it yeah absolutely i think it's that it's this Already we know it's yeah. elitist, but and it's extremely Obviously, white. Yeah. But the fact that none of them recognised it enough in the way that it could be read. And they're all about, like, these are massive brands that are interested in the way they're perceived mm-hmm. in the public because they, they, you know, they sell a good. So if that reputation is damaged anyway, it takes a hit to their company. So why was nobody who's doing the fact-checking kind of part of it to make sure that there's nothing too dodgy going on there? It's the kind of thing that, you know, like, Shein created a carpet that looked like a prayer rug and everyone was like why are you doing this but it's a fast fashion brand so you're like well they're unethical anyway but this is like these are the most luxury items in the world (laughs) and they're still like nobody nobody called out it was absolutely terrible and it was being sold for nearly a year before they took it down i didn't know that bit i didn't know it was being sold for nearly a year nearly a year like nobody (laughs) okay so (laughs) i just it convinces me that I mean, hopefully they've done it now, but the diversity at Gucci cannot be there. Like, it's non-existent, it just has yeah. to be no one. Like, it has. Otherwise, I have to think that someone could have would have noticed it, or maybe the people who did yeah. notice it just weren't listened to. So there got to be something like mm. that. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a disconnect mm. between it, and so um, I a lot of my stuff has come from at Lick a Lollipop on TikTok, who's done. 15-part series on racism in fashion brands. So, like, fashion houses. So, a lot of my stuff comes from her. She's fabulous. I'll link her TikTok. Okay, cool. Um, She's fab. Um, They also... So, Liquor Lollipop points out that in their Christmas ad last Mm -hmm. year, I think, they have a dark-skinned black model with thick, bright red lipstick around her mouth and the word Gucci in the same lipstick scrawled on her head. And instantly was just like, you've just you've just had all this issue with blackface and minstrelsy, yeah. and this is what you're subjecting a black model yeah. to. So they like really led a campaign to try and get them to do it. Of course, we had like, and this is in the wake of um, you know, Black yeah. Lives Matter, George Floyd, all the brands scrambling to look like they're yeah. more diverse now. And still, this is this was like twenty. This was the end of twenty twenty. They released yeah. this ad so they haven't clearly they've nothing. learned nothing and little lollipop then points out the next ad yeah. that gucci put out on tiktok is a white model who again has lipstick all over their face um it looks like the japanese rising sun flag which right. is considered um a symbol of oppression in a lot of um east asia like south korea and china and it's like a symbol yeah. of japanese imperialism so they've got like it's red around the mouth and then lines coming out in a very <laughs> obvious so again it's just like whatever oh, and obviously no. they would call it creative direction and they would say that it's like an expressive thing and that it's but there must be somebody <laughs> that can look at this <laughs> that's what i mean like there's no there's clearly no one working there or no one like high enough up who's working there who is being listened to saying you know this looks a bit odd guys because why how did they like you say that's gone past several several people and all of them have gone yeah that's fine to put out there yeah put that out there we'd love that for us as a company you don't have any like even if it's just a matter of getting a group of people together what do you got like a test audience why don't you just get a group of them together 
from like different backgrounds and just have them tell you yeah. like what they think because that would solve so many of your problems or just like read a book or something <laughs> watch a documentary like anything, <laughs> educate anything yourself to fix this but it just yeah. again it's just so stupid that they mm. that these are repeated issues and then the final thing i've got for gucci is that they sent white models uh, down the runway and seek turbans yeah um yeah so that's great yeah, and that was and like 2019, I think. So. That was also. I feel like they had a lot of issues in 2019, and it was, <laughs> it was sold for eight hundred dollars and mm. called Indie Full Turban, and then the creative director Alessandro Michelle, I think I'm saying that right, mm. says he drew inspiration from the Sikh turbans of a New York taxi driver. Um, oh. So. And then obviously put that on a white male model, walked them down a catwalk and didn't see any problem with it. Um, But yeah, they were, again, being sold for a while after people had said, hey, we have an issue with this. They continued to sell them. Prada next. Yeah, do Prada. The other thing that I found in this research that was really strange is that there's a lot of sandals that are issues um oh yeah (laughs) so prada is one of the two that we've um uncovered that have a controversial sandal um it was called out for appropriating a style of sandal that is um from the outdoor markets in northeastern brazil and these markets are like very famous for um kind of craftsmanship and they make there's like whole sections of handmade leather sandals yeah and when the artists said hold on this looks like a sandal that you know the sandals that we are famous for making um they just covered it up by deleting all the posts about it there's probably like one stock photo of it being on their website and they just buried it they just like i don't think they apologized they just were like Um... hmm let's not remind people (laughs) this is something we did uh it was just like yep we're gonna take this away and um well cover it up that's definitely one way of dealing with it because then <laughs> i do feel people don't know about it then mm. so like and that's probably what their aim is to have it go under the radar but it just mean that most people don't know that it happened yeah because it's like if you just remove it the evidence is gone no one knows. And everyone's going to know. Yeah, everyone's moved on. Yeah. Everyone's forgotten. Whereas if you make an... If you if you do apologise, which is what you should do, but if you are apologising, there's always evidence of that apology, mm-hmm. which I think some people are a bit wary of, but apologise. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Or at and least just like somebody. Take, yeah. yeah, like anything like that. Like, you don't have to do a big PR apology, but like, if you just righted the wrong that you've done, yeah. that would be so easy. And you have the capacity to and do that. Don't. And they yeah. just don't. Mm-hmm. But then the other Prada thing yeah. is, um, again, shocking and awful. <laughs> again, this went through so much quality control yeah. and they still were like, this is fine. This is this is great. Yep. They had to remove a couple of items um, because of concerns they depicted blackface. And it's supposedly a black monkey with huge red, li- red lips. Um, they defended it by saying that the Prada Lima are fantasy charms composed of elements of the Prada oeuvre. They are imaginary creatures not intended to have any reference to the real world and certainly not blackface. Prada Group has never... Prada Group never had the intention of offending anyone and we abhor all forms of racism and racist imagery. So why are you you putting it on the shop floor for, like, exorbitant amount of money? Yeah, exactly. I just feel like... If like fair enough, if your intention isn't that, you can come forward and say, "We are idiots. We got it wrong." But I just believe us when we say that wasn't our intention. Yeah. But yeah, we're dumb. You can say that, but I think like what they did wasn't like because then they would say like, "Oh, and we're very sorry. We're going to remove it. We're going to stop mm-hmm. selling them." But what they did was that wasn't our intention. You've read into it wrong. Yeah. We're still going to sell them. And make money off of them. People bought them. People like them. We're Prada. Meh. That's more what they did. It wasn't a like genuine like, oh, we're really sorry. That was a mistake on our part. We'll get yeah. rid of it. Sorry. Like, and we're going to donate the money we made to a charity. Like, no, none of that. I don't even care if that's PR. I think like, 
to just be like, yeah, sorry, yeah, you've read into it wrong. Mm. It's not how you apologize for things. Buy our stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. so silly. But then again, it's just the same as like the other fashion houses are doing. Like you're stupid and we're not and we know fashion. Yeah. So this is actually high art. You're just too yeah, dumb to realize it. Oh, poor little poor person doesn't understand art. <laughs> Maybe if you have the money to spend on it, you'd understand. You're just jealous. <laughs> it gives me that sort of vibe. It is. It's so true. Yeah. Did Prada, has Prada done any, like, do they have any other big scandal or was that it? Because I feel like Prada out of Gucci and the other one that I want to talk about, <laughs> Prada is the smallest offender, yeah, is what that, I found. They're the only things I've got for Prada. Yeah, same. That was all I had for Prada, which, you know, it's still not good, but if we, <laughs> if, if you want to rank them, Prada seems to be the least terrible because yeah. do you do you have a a certain brand named Dolce & Gabbana next? I that was going to be my end one. All right, okay, go whatever <laughs> you got next. Let's go with that. Because Dolce & Gabbana are. Uh, I think Dolce & Gabbana lot. are possibly. I don't want to say the front runners in the racism because I thought oh. going into this they were the front runners into the racism, but I think they are definitely leading the charge more. They're and... definitely <laughs> leading it, and but it's like it's not just racism with them. It's literally anything at all yeah uh, they're just going out their way to destroy their brand <laughs> you name anyway, it who, they've done it <laughs> they've done it who have you got next anyway uh louis vuitton nice sent white models down the runway with afros so that's fun they did uh in 2015 there was a collaboration between mark jacobs and louis vuitton um and they've got a white model in full-on black face like actually Why? painted her face black but also, why was that... Like, there are so many questions about that. Why did two <laughs> big designers collaborate together anyway? Um, like, surely, again, collaborate with smaller designers. Get their <laughs> names out there. That seems... Like, everyone knows both of your names. Yeah. And uh, two, why did they do that? Well, I know why they did it. Because they are racist. Um, but she's... When you see the editorial, and it's in vogue, and she's got this like painted completely black face blue eyes and then a white neck I, and she's like so weird it's so but like, strange I, feel like, me. I mean side note just because we need to mention them as well that vogue has like mm-hmm. enabled a lot of these things to happen whether yeah. it's like advertising for these people and showing what they're doing or it whether it's just blatantly putting blackface on the cover of their magazines which they have done mm-hmm. and the certain photo shoots they've done just really terrible and so they're the ones kind of enabling it as well yeah absolutely just, like putting it out there and again just making it more of like you're idiots for not understanding art <laughs> that sort of vibe yeah this is high art it's too it's too much for you to realize yeah. actually it's just racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally um also in the company, uh, someone brought a discrimination lawsuit against them when an employee heard a manager say, black people are slaves who eat dirt off the floor. Oh my God. Yep. A manager, someone in like a senior position and this was just an employee that was walking around and then he overhears it and it's like, it's like old like, fashioned. Yeah, like it's not like, like Victorian I feel like racism. the rest of it is like they're being semi-subtle with it. Well, no, are they? No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> it's just maybe different when you hear the words. They've never been subtle about it. Yeah. I mean, you can't even suggest it when... It's just surprising how much blackface there is. Mm-hmm. This is what like, I mean. It's, it's like It's like you look at all of them and all of them have culturally appropriated, but you mm-hmm. could... It's not like you could see the argument for it, but because it's like an, a fashion brand, it's like bringing fashion from around the world, you can yeah. see how they would argue that. But the black, like in every, almost every well, house, there's an instance where they're like, yeah, we had an issue with blackface. It's like, um. Yeah. And I feel like as well, you should go and listen to our, I mean, not just to say shamelessly self-promote, but <laughs> our, it just is quite relevant. Our podcast where we do talk about models being mistreated in the mm. fashion industry. So much of that is racism um, yeah. and the fact that black models aren't being hired for one that's mm-hmm. one thing and then when they are hired it will be one black model and they can't do their hair or makeup properly yeah um and that's an issue we see continually happening and it just angers me that like 
they can't do that but they will put a white woman into like put an afro wig on them yeah. and they can manage that or they'll do blackface and stuff like that but mm-hmm. the idea of hiring an actual black model is too difficult for them too hard it's just blatant racism yeah and from from like every corner so i don't mm. know how any model has feels like they have a hope in the world so you know absolutely if you're a non-white model <laughs> you know you are fighting against yeah this like whole system that's based on well yeah we, i feel like we've on, said yeah. it before you're like fighting against like this whole corrupt industry yeah but also the nepotism babies don't forget them they're also there <laughs> so any chance that you did have of getting a job you've probably lost it already yeah. to like kaya gerber she's jumped in <laughs> um the final thing i've got for louis vuitton is that they um stole the meshka cloth from the messiah tribe and um just sent it down the runway as a big scarf and uh, they didn't give any credit to did. the messiah tribe so all who's that money surprised? all that money they have and they can't at least pay give people. them yeah pay <laughs> yeah. people give them credit this is what i mean like do your collaboration with a known brand but you won't collaborate with anyone else mm. you could be bringing like people like things to people's attention and instead just do a collaboration with mark jacobs an already known brand mm. dumb like if you want to do a collaboration maybe collaborate uh, i don't know you're still appropriate though so i don't know but like there's definitely a better way that you can do any of the things you've done yeah from such a big place with so much money as well i think that's like yeah. you know they can afford to do anything they want and this is what they choose to do time and time again and it's it's terrible i know i have chanel next oh chanel Strap i mean in. chanel's chanel's history is just not the best <laughs> didn't anyway. start off well did it no so <laughs> she's she's like, a literal nazi spy oh um, yeah <laughs> so it's like how you can't really come back from that very well can you <laughs> That's the inception, and that she used the um, laws essentially that were getting people, uh, getting Jewish people out of their businesses, and taking all the like, firing them from all parts of life and putting them in ghettos. She tried to uh, use that against her business partner so that she could have his shares of the perfume. Um, to... So she's just a great, great human. Um, <laughs> it's like when people like post like quotes by Chanel. Or, like, stuff like that. And it's like, you do know that what you're posting is (laughs) that words of, like, it's not like there's suspicion that she was a Nazi. No, she's a Nazi. It's not like when people quote, like, (laughs) quote Walt Disney and it's like, well, it's a bit iffy, but you might not know about it. Chanel just fully was a Nazi. (laughs) She was. Like, what you're doing there is just. Yeah, it's the one about like jewelry where she's always like less is more essentially oh, yeah. i feel like people always quote that and it's like i just don't know that i would personally take jewelry advice from a nazi like i just don't <laughs> think that that's something i'm comfortable with <laughs> but if you want to post that on instagram just know what you're supporting they should have like you know they put those warnings up i think on twitter before you post something like have yeah. you actually read this source <laughs> they should have that for people posting chanel quotes being yeah. like do you know? Did you know this part? What What did she do during the war? Yeah, <laughs> just tell so you. you know, because I feel like people probably don't know. But like, just so you know, here's the history. And now, <laughs> if you want to post it, you can choose. But just yeah. know this first. You're like before. fully informed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But since then, again, they haven't like been um, <laughs> doing very well. 2014, they appropriate a traditional Indian dress. And they have white models um, in Native American headdresses going down the runway. They have um, a model in knots, which is a traditional black hairstyle. Mm. Um, but she was a white model. They made a boomerang for some reason. For, but like, I, I was speechless when I saw that bit. I was like, why is Chanel making a boomerang? Like what? And well, it's, again, I it's cultural like- appropriation against indigenous um australians yeah i feel like i am not the best person to comment on it because i do not i mean it might be a surprise but i i don't shop like (laughs) (laughs) designer because i can't afford it um chanel being one of them but in my head i have a certain version like vision of what chanel sells and i have Mm -hmm. always thought it was sort of like the jacket yeah the jacket the the neck like it's very traditional kind of like 
mm, I'm gonna say like French yeah clothes. like I feel like you would look at it and go French um kind of like classics yeah I didn't like so I just kind of had this view of like like Holly said this jacket skirt combination and I guess that's kind of ignorant I just thought that that was what they did over and over again because obviously they don't but instead what they're doing is just stealing people's designs <laughs> and like stealing people's cultures and playing it off as their own yeah which you know isn't it better to just do the same thing year in year out than steal <laughs> from cultures to try and like reinvent yourself but do it weirdly and just offending people as you do it and yeah they've done the same with asian people uh, there was this really racist ad um, where a woman is wearing a traditional hat, but it's got a Chanel logo on it. And she's like carrying a bamboo cane across her shoulder, which um, Chanel bags wrapped in plastic are um, carried in. So it's mm. just a very confusing, like, okay, yeah. what's the message you're trying to serve here? I think it was called Coco Served Hot. And they also created a bag that's supposed to look like a Chinese takeout box, which is so ugly like <laughs> and that's not the point then, of like, it but it's I like who's I'm buying these fully things ignorant with it but i just didn't think that was chanel's style it no feels like, i agree honestly and this is the only thing that makes me happy about that is that coco chanel would be like rolling in her grave to see that <laughs> so if this is some elaborate revenge against her that you're putting out like ugly stuff like I mean, I feel like I have seen some of their recent stuff and even when they're trying to do the classic stuff that they used to do, it's just ugly now. So mm. everything they're doing is wrong. <laughs> even when Bad. they're trying even when they're trying to do the right thing <laughs> and just stick with the, what they used to do, it's still bad. Mhm. And so, it doesn't it doesn't work out. No. So I'm going to kind of like quick fire round through um the next maybe like four or five okay. before we get to the big guns yeah um we have dior uh their spring summer 19 they launched a line mm-hmm. of dresses inspired by uh, mexican horsewomen adelitas who were mexican women who fought in the revolutionary war and who do they have in their ad campaign they have miss jennifer lawrence um i <laughs> advertising these dresses oh my god no yeah. But like, I feel like, again, that's just one that I don't think a lot of people know that that happened. And also, it is giving me Kendall Jenner's tequila mm-hmm. advert. <laughs> like, please stop doing that, guys. Like, fine, if you want to honour, you know, a look, uh, you know, a look from history. Oh, yeah. Something that's like... really important to someone. But don't stick a white woman in the dress. <laughs> and also, I just don't feel like it should be then a white person who's, like, behind the ad. I feel like it mm-hmm. should be someone, like, from that background who's, like, telling their story and not just a white yeah. person that's gone, ooh, this looks fun. <laughs> Let's make like this our advert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, like, really racist in their day-to-day life. That's yeah. not something I love. No. No, no, no. no. Um, they also released Savage, oh, um, yeah. which is headed by terrible person Jomini Depp um, and it's one letter away from Savage which is yeah. just not something that's good that we should move away from Versace 2015 they have a discrimination lawsuit brought to them when an employee highlighted how they had a code word for black shoppers and was then fired <gasps> for um, exposing this to the company oh my god yeah they're Jesus. all at it I mean I hope that they got so much money but i also feel like why do more people not know about that that is full-blown disgusting what the mm-hmm. hell um what i feel like this one's kind of i almost didn't want to include this because they're not technically a fashion house but they are very fancy um the brand joe malone which mainly does like fancy perfumes and stuff like that <laughs> um had in an attempt to, I assume, be more down with the kids and men. They hired John Boyega to be their male global ambassador in 2019. He 
who promote their brand did a very lovely thing where he conceived of an advert for them and it was very well done it like drew from his personal life and his story and where he's from like peckham in south london which is like Mm -hmm. a very diverse area so we put yeah there was a lot of diversity in this advert it was very good very well done um it was the london gent campaign and it it was selected as the best media campaign as at the fragrance foundation awards in that year so it was really well done um then joe malone reshot the advert for their chinese market cut him out completely didn't make him aware of it and fully reshot it um so it didn't feature any black people in it at all Uh, he says their decision to replace my campaign in china by using my concepts and substituting a local brand ambassador for me without either my consent or prior knowledge was wrong the film celebrated my personal story showcasing my hometown including my friends and featuring my family um while many brands understandably use a variety of global and local ambassadors dismissively trading at one's culture this way is not something i can condone so then he left as their like ambassador which he should have done because how like terrible to have just stolen someone's mm. idea and redone it because you didn't want a black person in your advert um that it's just disgusting. and it was his whole thing it was like, his whole and thing it was so and he wasn't asked refreshing or and new yeah yeah they didn't I mean, tell it was him. For, yeah you're right it was refreshing it was for joe malone which is famously seen as like kind of very Stuffy like yeah white. white women like using joe malone uh and so they tried to do this thing where they were making it more like accessible to different genders and different people and mm. then they failed massively um God. so I, I was like mm, i don't know where to mention that but i just feel like i, I needed to i needed to but yeah do you want to go do you have any more little ones or um the smallest contender for this is uh burberry <laughs> oh okay because the worst thing they did was they sent a model down the runway in a noose necklace um <laughs> <laughs> which is quite bad it's still terrible it's still super super terrible and also again i don't know if i'm just having if my views of these brands are just fully different but i thought burberry like my first thought is just the Coat. coats like the coats and yeah. you know kind of like i don't know why tweed is tweed a thing that burberry do i feel like it's quite like <laughs> plaid they yeah do the i feel like it's like inside. english countryside and stuff and then what what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing like <laughs> I'm sorry, some of you need to be more boring because you do not have the creativity to step out. Like you have to <laughs> stay you in your badly, lane. Yeah. yeah, stay in your lane <laughs> yeah. or hire better people because you're not good enough. It's what I'm sorry. Are you just not doing a good job? Um going back to Mark Jacobs, he wasn't just doing the black faced uh, ad campaign with Louis Vuitton. He also sent predominantly white models down the runway in dreadlocks. Oh god didn't really acknowledge that um we're not going to do that and then didn't learn from it either because uh i think it was either the season after or Mm. just after it they sent white models down the runway in traditional african head wraps which again they were like why is no one at your company like saying it's wrong like oh hire people or be better anything but please stop doing this it's just, it's too much. Um, Balenciaga, 2019, um, they were taking credit for a hoodie that had a print on it that had a larger significance in kind of like black New York, mm. um, 1980s, 1990s culture, like hip hop culture. Yeah. Um, and they were just like, yep, yeah, stick it on a white, white, it wasn't white, it was pink uh, yeah. hoodie and get Diane Kruger to wear it. And then everyone was like, um, where did you get that from? And they were just like, mm. but again, quite small, Yeah. small fry. Uh, Vivian Westwood, who surprised me, they publicly claimed they didn't want black celebrities to wear their clothing. <sighs> okay, so uh, that's, pre- <laughs> that's pretty blatant. Um, that's that's like, a biggie. You can't even sit there, like, no one could defend that and be like, well, they didn't know. <laughs> they knew. They, oh, she's, oh, she knew. Oh, that's disgusting. I mean, like, there's so many people wearing Vivian Westwood right now. And mm. I really hope they don't know about that comment because if they do, stop wearing Vivian Westwood. Yeah. But to be fair, it's I didn't. I didn't know that real. Vivian Westwood had ever said that. So I, I guess. Like, and I, I really like the corsets at the minute. Obviously, I can't afford one, so <laughs> <laughs> haven't been wearing one. Don't worry. Well, I bought a bracelet. I bought the pearl bracelet, mm. um, and then genuinely, it's fallen apart. The the pearls aren't real. Oh my god. Um, and I, the, like, actual, 
um, charm yeah. is plated silver. What the hell? But the um, it broke because the claspings weren't real silver. They rusted. They like lost their colour straight away. And oh I bought God. it second hand, so I paid like fifty pounds for it. But still, I'm still trying to figure out how to fix it because yeah. uh, it's a lot of money for a bracelet that I can't wear anymore yeah. because I had to like replace everything with That's real so fittings. Bad. So yeah, so don't buy it because it's not, not it's not it's like not you real. can buy pearl necklaces for like twelve pounds. Like <laughs> Yeah. And they probably last longer than that lasted you. Yeah, because they're friggin' real. Yeah. Anyway, that's um they also had a kind of blackface look where they had like black pen scrawled on uh, white models' faces. And they've also culturally appropriated hijabs and burqas on the runway and in their ad campaigns. So um okay. all around not great. My last last one before the big one. Machino. Yeah. Or people say Moschino. I don't know. I how say, you say Machino, it probably. but like if we are saying that wrong, you can let us know. But I've always thought Machino. I've always it looks like Machino yeah. to me. Um they've used the patterns of um Rubari women in India who yeah. were known for like their detailed elaborate patterns but didn't acknowledge it. Um they had a show that was inspired by immigrants, they said, where they painted the models different colours, so like blue, green, pink, and uh they called them illegal aliens. Oh my um, god. And you've got like so it's like Gigi Hadid, Kendall Jenner, you know, the people who are really need to tell those stories. Yeah. And um they launched a t shirt that had a Confederate flag on it the hell to all of those things <laughs> people are bonkers like... Thing, like they they like steal designs of other cultures and people they have a like what what was the the what was the catwalk for again like illegal alien um but, immigrants yeah, like, but then yeah but then they'd said that and like but you won't hire any models that mm. aren't just what i like you'll maybe hire one or two but like the majority of your models are white so yeah. you're so happy using other people's like stuff and cultures and their looks and styles, but you you won't even hire them. <laughs> it's truly vile. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Like it's genuinely mind-boggling. And yeah. that was that was the end of my ones because now we need to talk about Mr. Dolce and Mr. Cabana because <laughs> what are these men on? I don't know if I'm the only one that like whenever the designers like behind a very big designer name are still alive or present there i'm always really surprised so like the knowledge that dolce yeah, and gabbana <laughs> are like still just going around and ruining their brand essentially <laughs> is so funny to me like retire <laughs> just please retire um but yeah i mean it's so hard to focus just on the racism here as well because they just mm-hmm. generally seem to be quite terrible people Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know do you want to start with the uh, the videos that they posted on Instagram of the Chinese model trying to eat Italian food with chopsticks yeah so this was an ad mm. again that someone sat down and was like this is what we're gonna do I mean like how one. big like roughly do you think Dolce Gabbana's marketing team is because I'm thinking... Maybe it's just him. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just either Dolce Gabbana sat there like, uh, I guess we could do this. Because who, who's I know? Like, people get degrees in these things. And you've got a degree and you came up with this? Yeah. Okay. It's... Oh, it's beyond. So there's an Asian woman in, like, traditional dress trying to eat pizza and a cannoli with chopsticks as this male voiceover asks her if the cannoli is too big for her to eat and is like coaching her through it and it's very weird weird it's, weird it's, vibes it feels it's like, like it's some sort of like fetish thing because yeah. like it, i don't know why they did it it's like she's trying to eat a pizza with chopsticks and that yeah like you mm. say coaching her through it and it's and she's like giggling as she does it it's so yeah. strange but also i feel so bad for the poor model I know. Because, like, I think she received a lot of hate from it, but it's not her job. Like, it's not, not her fault. I know, it's not her fault. She was accepting a job. Like, she needed yeah. the work. What was she meant to do? Mm. That's what I don't understand. The Why she would get any hate. And also, they had, like, I don't know how her career is going now, but, like, Dolce & Gabbana could have essentially ruined her career because of the backlash that mm. she received on this. Yeah. Even though it's not her at all. Um, but it's, she said she felt guilty and ashamed. Mm. It's not you. 
No, it was someone else's. You were directed to do what you were doing. Like, it's generally... Um, (laughs) You're just the face of it, unfortunately. Which is the unfortunate thing with a lot of these things, that other people are going to get the blame for it. Um, There was another thing. It's not something that they've designed, but it's just atrocious that it exists. So there was a Halloween party called Mm. in Hollywood called the Hollywood Disco Africa. Um... And for some reason, uh, Gabbana turned up in just full blackface. Yeah, like, there's no I'm, hiding I it. There's pictures. There's and not the only one. Several people did it, yeah. like a worrying amount. Mm-hmm. Re- Across the board, there's just like it looks scary. I know. Like, I, like I read about it, terrifying. and I was like, hmm, I'm gonna Google that, see if there's pictures. There is, and it, yeah, like you say, it's scary. It shouldn't exist. And this was Gabbana. Gabbana did this. <laughs> and he's like in charge of this brand. Yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. Then, oh, this, this one is, I guess, kind of off topic, but in 2015, both Dolce and Gabbana said that they were against gay couples adopting. Yeah, because they need an opinion on that. Yeah, I know. But, like, why... why? Do, yeah, exactly. Why do we need to know your opinion? <laughs> Nobody probably asked for it. Like, genuinely. Yeah, like, where did it come from? Did anyone ask? <laughs> did anyone ask? <laughs> they just, like, saw a reporter and just yeah. blurted it out. We're just, just like, like, we hey, don't think gay people should It wasn't adopt. even a reporter. It was just someone walking down the street and they were like, I just really like to share my opinions on some things. And the person was, like, begging them, like, please do not share your opinions. <laughs> I beg no, you. Nobody it's wants not to end hear well for it. anybody. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like again, I feel I'm going to mention it just because I'm in the realm of not really racist things they've done, but terrible things they've done. Um, there was this picture on Instagram. This is so bizarre to me. It's a picture on Instagram that some random account had posted of Selena Gomez in five different red dresses. Being, I've you might have seen these sort of pictures before, and it's like, which one is the best? Okay. Um, for some reason, I, I really don't know why, but this also makes me believe that the idea of Dolce & Gabbana just going up to random people in the street and sharing their opinions isn't too far-fetched. Gabbana comments on this random Instagram post saying, she's really ugly. <sighs> why? And then oh someone commented that she looks like a Pomeranian dog, and he responded, ha 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 ha, it's true, ha 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 ha. Why? What's wrong what with you, this man? Like, one, obviously, Selena Gomez is stunning. Uh, but two, why Why do you doing? have that amount of time that you can just scroll through <laughs> random Instagram posts and be like, oh my God, she's so ugly. Like, it's just, a, it's not even her Instagram account, which would make more sense because it's got like millions of subscribe, of subscribe followers, whatever it is. Whereas this, this is just a random like fashion account. Do you know what he's done? What? He's so boring and not fashion forward. He's scrolling through his um, ins- what, explore page yeah, that- and it's come up. It's come and up. He's, he's had a strong enough opinion, a strong enough reaction that he's typed out. Can you, like, he's how typed much out hatred and then do you scroll through the comments to reply yeah. to other people who that hoping that they'll agree with him? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a no pure clue. nightmare. Like... Maybe no. you shouldn't be the head of a fashion company if you're this bad. To be fair, I don't know, like, what control do they even have over Dolce & Gabbana anymore? Is it, like, full or very little? Because oh, you've got to hope it's very little. <laughs> but, and the brand is bad, but, like, it's because of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the terrible people that have yeah. their name to it. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's beyond. Um, The other thing I've got that's kind of, like, not racism, but mm. terrible, terrible anyway. They, I think it's 2017, they supported Melania Trump oh, by yeah. um, promoting a hashtag boycott Dolce & Gabbana t-shirt um, to troll their critics. Because that's that's how you get even with somebody. You print you print a phrase on a t-shirt. And it's always ha. like the people who, <laughs> the people who respond that way are the people who've received like the most genuine criticism. 
yeah like and that's what you choose to focus like, on i've got so many haters like oh these like pointless haters when it's people who are like criticizing you for very legitimate things <laughs> and they're literally just being like hey uh do you want to consider maybe changing your ways and they're like mm, no you're just a hater <laughs> i like what i'm doing yeah you're wrong so it's, it's always those people <laughs> It's so terrible. Um, and then racism. <laughs> we've arrived. Yeah, we've arrived. <laughs> we've arrived. Um, so the ad with the Asian woman was racist. Yeah. We're not saying that that's not racist. Um, in 2012, they sent white models down the runway again in earrings and dresses um, that looked like the colonial, inverted commas, Blackmore yeah. statues. I didn't. I knew about the earrings, but I didn't know the dresses were... Um, no matching this no i didn't um, i knew so, about yeah. the earrings and didn't know about the rest of it so it's the full shebang yeah. is to match um, so yeah so dodging gabana send this this look down the runway yeah they don't apologize for it gabana's in blackface at a racist party yep. again 2016 they have two thousand dollar shoes that they call slave sandals they're another one yep. that are like do you know what <laughs> do you know what we need a controversial sandal and you don't you don't I'm just you don't honest, need it. You never need that. That's never something you need. No. Please stop. Get some help. So I think on the whole, Dolce and Gabbana are just are the front runners in the terribleness. But the rest of them are just quietly terrible in the background and then everyone forgets about it and moves on. Yeah, I get the impression um, that they're all quite yeah. terrible. Yeah. But some of them are better at like some of them have hired marginally better people who are better yeah. at dealing with it a little bit. I am hoping that <laughs> Big, like things will begin to change but I don't have hope for that not much hope anyway well not when they can hold a fashion show in Venice and you've got people like Doja Cat Megan Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez and Helen Mirren all just being like yay woo, Dolce & Gabbana yeah. because, but no, then I feel like people that was like a couple of weeks ago I feel like people don't know about the like what's happened with it I, I mean I'm sure some of them mm. do but, like, there's some of the stuff that I found out that I was like, I had no idea of that. And I guess, yeah. like, if you're a celebrity and all your management is saying, yep, wear this, turn up at this show, do this, do that, you're just going to be like, okay, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it does feel like most designers are, like, terrible in some form. So I feel like <laughs> your solution is to go with smaller designers, new designers, mm-hmm. or put less of an impact on the clothing that celebrities wear. Yeah. Bit, bit of everything bit of everything but that's all i have yeah. to say on it i mean it's terrible it's just depressing yeah like, it really is you go wading through all the shit it was like oh my goodness they've just it's just very very it's, blatant it's not really... racism yeah and it hasn't really affected them they're still here they're still well it's just not something celebrity culture it's not you can't really cancel a fashion house i've never seen it happen successfully no. <laughs> because the, I guess maybe the people buying it don't care. Yeah. And that, like, it is quite easy with fashion to separate the art from the artist because so often it's just mm-hmm. someone completely unrelated from the brand who's done the wrong thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just quite, I think people do it more easily than they do it with anything else. So they're just like, yeah, well, it's just clothes. Hmm. But yeah. It doesn't have an effect, but it does. It does. Everything has a wider effect. Yeah some sort of like (laughs) domino effect but yeah (laughs) but yeah after is is, are we done we are done well to slightly make the mood a bit nicer i think we'll end on some tiktoks we've enjoyed this week yeah do you have yours ready and prepared so i have at nomdacoom i don't know (laughs) just google look that up or find on our Instagram. Um, but basically, it's like POV, you asked Jake Gyllenhaal about All Too Well, and and like the guy who's being Jake Gyllenhaal just has all his mannerisms down. I don't know why it's so, but, but he's just sat there with like the scarf on, and he's like, Taylor Swift, who's that? Who's ta- Taylor who? Taylor? <laughs> and then like they like oh he's like oh the pop star Taylor Ponder replay and he starts singing Rihanna and they're like what <laughs> but it's very good and very good and just feel like it's impressive that he has the mannerisms down perfectly because they're very like subtle mannerisms so well done yeah what's your TikTok well done 
Well, just as a little plug, we will be talking about Jake Gyllenhaal yes. for our Celebrity Corner this month. So um, keep your eye out for we'll that. Be it's probably going to be Patreon. out. On our Patreon, if you want to listen to us, more Jake Gyllenhaal slander. slander. Yeah. Um, mine is by at Alveraches. <laughs> Five eight six. I definitely said that wrong. I'm so so sorry. Um, it made me laugh very much because uh, he says, "Virginia Woolf, my love. I know you didn't walk into that river. You didn't do that because you wrote that wonderful book, and I need to know how." And it just it was just really. I don't know. I don't know why I liked it so much. You don't have to explain yourself. We love Virginia. <laughs> well, I love Virginia. <laughs> I no comment. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the episode of long pauses. <laughs> We're like, do we have something to no, say? Not no, really. I don't. mean, it's, it really has been a day of just, just discovering that we don't really have an opinion on some things. Um, Surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please thank let us you. know if you think we've missed something or if you'd like to talk in greater depth about anything. Please let us know your opinions. We'd love to hear it. And just in general, what did you think of today's podcast and what we spoke about? Um, But yeah, thank you once again and goodbye. Bye.